Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Aurora Arrow side of things. So I've just got to back up a point that I was making. Actually, I have to thank my mom first off for ba backing up a point that I was making on why America is not the greatest country in the world. And on the last segment and an episode that I did this on, I started to say that everybody needs to watch the newsroom. Well, guess what? I have, I have watch and seen the newsroom and that's why i can tell you that america is not the greatest country in the world and with that being said there are reasons as to why we are not the greatest country in the world and i can provide some of those reasons for us in just a second here okay so what in the newsroom there's a anchor on there and his name uh, the newsroom is by Aaron Sorkin, and Jeff Daniels, who plays Will McAvoy in the thing, goes to say exactly this. Um, first off, the moderator asks him, a, uh, actually, you know what, I'll just read it. A song in a music work works best when a character has to sing. When the words don't do the trick anymore, the same idea applies to a long speech in a play or a movie. On television, you want to force the character out of a controversial pattern. In the, in the newsroom, Will McAvoy emotionally checks out years ago, and he's sitting on a college panel hearing when this is all going down. The college seniority girl, she's about 20 years old, S, what makes America the greatest country in the world? And Will dodges the question at first because he's he's keeps getting pestered about it. And then Will goes um, until he snaps. And Will says, it's not the greatest country in the world. Professor, Is that's my answer. Moderator, you're saying, Will, yep, let's talk. And anyway, so it goes on to say that America is is not the only country that has freedom. The the um you guys are preaching that America is so star-spangled awesome and and that we're the only ones who have freedom. Well, let me tell you this. Canada has freedom, Japan, the UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium all has freedom. 270 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. And the fact that we're going to sit here and claim that we're all high and mighty on our pedestal and that we have freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, there are other places in this world that have freedom too. The fact dumping that comes now serves several purposes. It backs up his argument. It reveals his ex expectational what normal person has these stats at their fingertips and you sorority girl just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day there are some things you should know the statement that we're the greatest country in the world we're seventh in literacy listen to what i'm saying we are seventh in literacy we're 27th in math 22nd in science 49th in life expectancy. Guys, we're 49th. We are the 49th place in life expectancy. We have the shortest life term expectancy in all the countries out of the world. But you guys are going to sit here and argue that America's the greatest country in the world. Well, it's not. And then the only, yeah, okay. So 178th in infant mortality. We are 178th in infant mortality. We're third in the median household. That means that not that means that a third of Americans are living either in the middle to lower class of the poverty line in America, and there still isn't shit that anybody's doing about this. The worst I lost my place. Hold on. We lead the world. Okay, so this is so this is apparently what makes us the greatest you ready <clears throat> we lead the world with the labor force the number we are number four in exports and we lead the world in only three categories you ready the number of citizens incarcerated per capita the number of adults who believe angels are real and defense spending where 
We spend more than the next 26 country, countries combined. And 25 of these countries, 25 out of 26 of them, are our goddamn motherfucking allies. And you guys are sitting here, and I'm offended because I have to mask and this and that. Fuck you. Like, we, the worst period generation ever, period. This is what's coming. The, this, the, we are the worst generation in American history. And it's funny. It's funny. So you ask us what makes us the greatest country in the world? I don't know. What the hell are you talking about? Yosemite? Like, come on, people. Get with the times. You all sit here and freaking, ah, la, 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 but nobody wants to do a fucking thing because you know why? Because when somebody interjects their opinion and provides facts about where we stand as a country, everybody else gets all butthurt and thinks that the guys like me that are standing here with a voice shouting out against America are all fucking are ridiculous and we're corrupting this country and we're the problem. Well, let me tell you what, we aren't the problem. We're solving the problem. You want America to be fixed? Stop making us 20, 20 whatever in fucking history. Like, stop it. I don't want to be 49th in life expectancy. I want that to go higher. I want us to have a longer life expectancy. And why the fuck should we be 178th in infant mortality? Aren't our doctors supposed to be doing their fucking jobs to save lives? That brings me back to my other point and my other statement about a podcast that I was doing a while back about cops not having... Oh, wait, about last night? Specifically, it brings me back to the episode that I was mentioning about police officers not having the proper training in America to identify the use of force. Guys, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, China, China has the longest, the longest way classes for cops and the U.S. has the shortest. When they get out into the field, they don't know what they're going into. They have no fucking clue what they're walking into. They could be walking into somebody that's just having a bad day and wants to vent. Next thing you know, they shot him in the fucking head. Yeah, because they don't know how to use the use of force. So again, tell me why America is the greatest country in the world. And I'll look at you and I will laugh in your motherfucking face. People like Nick Cannon make America uh, not so great. People like these modders and these hackers that play your video games, yeah, they're the ones that are making America so great. <laughs> no, they cause problems. They make it so that there's no fun in this fucking country anymore. And the people that cry offense for one nation under God, guess what, motherfuckers? Go to the Middle East. Go to Iraq, Afghanistan, Turkmenistan. You'll find that God is the same motherfucker that's worshipped over here. So guess what? For us to sit here and say that, oh, God's offensive, go to their country. I bet you if you walk in to their religious places and you don't follow their customs, oh boy, I bet you you would not even like what they do over there to you. Because guess what? They support their religion. Unlike Americans, we're too scared to stand up and be like, this is where it's at. This is where it's at. You know why we're too scared? Because heaven forbid should somebody actually have a fucking opinion in this country anymore. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. What? Watch TV. I mean, like, I don't know what to tell you. This, this, we gotta change this. But for us to change this, it isn't gonna work. It's not because of the simple fact of the matter that now we have, and I have a sister or brother or whatever you want to call them nowadays. I have one, so I can say this. I'm sorry. And I know that this one's, I know my sibling's not like this or whatever, even if it is, sorry. But you have people that can't even fucking identify their genders now. Back when we were 
back in the 1950s, if you came out and said that, the fucking America frowned upon you. They made fun of you, stood in a fucking line, called you these, this, that, and the other thing. Guess what? When I was growing up in the 90s, you know the biggest thing we heard about? School shootings. You know why? Because of bullies. You know what? America's grown soft. America has gotten soft. America, shut the fuck up, is basically what I'm saying. Stop crying that you're all fucking offended and butthurt and start doing something about it. Instead of just sitting there going going to the Supreme Court and the law of the land and trying to get it fucking revoked that we can't say our Pledge of Allegiance. Guess what? I pledge allegiance to the flag for one nation under God. And if that fucking offends you, too fucking bad. I don't care. I'm sorry. But at the same time, I'm not sorry. And I feel like, I feel like this is just something that we're just corrupting society into. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have, again, and like I said, I have a sibling that has, is identity-less, I guess you could say. Fine, so be it. You want to identify as a different thing? Identify as a different thing. Good for you. But God damn it, don't make me do it. Don't force me to fucking do it. I mean, I identify as a man. I have a the parts that make me a man. Okay? And I'm pretty sure that my wife is a female. I'm, I'm pretty sure she identifies as a female. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you this giant question. What is so wrong with your identity? What is so wrong with your identity that you have to change it? Now, let me answer this question for you. I'll tell you what's so wrong with that. What's so wrong is, is the fact that you've mentally took in taking what people have said to you, oh, you don't know this because you're a man or you're gay or you're a lesbian or, you know what? Look at that motherfucker and tell him, that's my sexual orientation. Whatever you have to say against it, too fucking bad. We need to start sticking the two middle fingers up to people who have offenses and look at them in the face and tell them, fuck you. And if you don't like it, come at me, motherfucker. There used to be a time when we could walk out our fucking door and look at these bastards and tell them this shit. Now these bastards are in control? They're in control? Fuck that. If we left the if we leave these guys in control, I'm telling you right now, this country's fucked. We are. We ta- we have so high on taxes, we can't even fucking figure out where to put the marijuana to tax it it either has to go into the alcohol tax or the tobacco tax and jesus christ heaven forbid should we fucking figure that one out i mean we've got the fucking we we have the scientific evidence to prove that cannabis can cure fucking cancer can cure cancer but the government doesn't want it legal oh gee i can't imagine why they don't want it legal because they're money hungry motherfuckers And you guys, you guys are the ones that voted these motherfuckers in there. By the way, when you go to a voting booth the next time, your votes don't matter. Oh, they'll tell you that they matter, but thanks to Donald Trump, it's all staged. He came right out and said it. Proved it right in national TV on his fucking American address. When he first got inaugurated into the American Oval Office, the first thing he came and did was jumped on national TV and told Americans the votes don't fucking matter and you all got butthurt and offended and got him ran out of the fucking office and impeached because you didn't like the way he was running the country guess what let me on national tv for about 10 minutes i guarantee you you will lock me the fuck up after i look at every single fucking american including elon musk and tell you you all are fucked Man, I hope somebody like fucking China, Korea, or something comes and buys this fucking country out. Because I'll tell you what, their freedom is a lot more free than ours. Their freedom? Fuck. Yeah, okay. So China has a dictatorship. Good. Good for them. Good for them. It works. What do we got? We got democracy and people that vote in other people that are offended. Oh my God deal get over it like our schools 
Perfect example. Our schools aren't even awarding people for being winners or losers anymore. You sit on the fucking bench, you get a goddamn award for participating. What the fuck? Oh, so because everybody has to feel included and everybody has to feel like a winner in America and there can't be any losers because in life when you lose, there's lessons. There's teaching moments that come out of this. So you're, you're not helping these kids. You're not helping the future generation by teaching them that, oh, we get an award for participating and we didn't do shit. No wonder why fucking kids these days are so goddamn lazy and want to be behind fucking video games all the time instead of doing their goddamn fucking schoolwork because you guys fucking promote this shit. You expect them, you want them to be fucking lazy so you can give them a goddamn participation award. You know what? Let me bend over and tell you to kiss my ass because it's essentially what you're doing to the rest of fucking America. You're forcing us to bend over and kiss your ass by smoothing things over like a fucking jar of peanut butter on a slice of bread. You want, you're like, how can we get America to stop crying offense? Oh, here, give them participation awards. There you go. Oh, they cry offense because one nation under God is in the fucking schools oh let's take that too what else can we take from the americans huh our bill of rights has gone out the fucking window go ask any kid nowadays what the bill of rights is go ahead i was sitting in my pediatrician appointment yesterday in waterville maine and the <laughs> this lady homeschooled her kid okay and i'll tell you the difference between homeschooling and public schooling Whoo! Night and day. Night and fucking day. I congratulate that parent for homeschooling. You know why? Because in the regular public school system, go ask what you're going to learn. I asked this kid what he learned at his homeschooling. He says, he looks at me and he goes, gee, I don't know. The Declaration of Independence was ratified in 1774 and it was ratified on July 2nd, not July 4th. And I looked at him and I said, congratulations, you have just solved America's problem. And I walked away. And what that means, ladies and gentlemen, is, is in our schools, you know what they're teaching in history now? This is what they're teaching in history. You ready? The coronavirus. Oh my God, it's a pandemic that lasts for we don't know how long. The Olympic sports. You think they're going to tell you about the Boston bombing? Boston Marathon bombing? No, no, they fucking ain't. Quite honestly, you want to know my honest opinion about the Boston Marathon bombing? You sucked. You should have done a better job. You should have. Should have done a better job. Because then you could have served a warning to America. This is what's going to happen if you keep growing soft. This is what's going to happen. This is where we're, this is the road we're winding down. It is term, termology, term, it is term oily. Uh, I messed up on the word that I'm trying to say. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. It, it's turmoil. Yeah, thank you. Turmoil. It is turmoil in the way that we just keep going about this shit. Like I said, you go to school and you might as well rip history right out of schools. They take away their sports teams. Fuck, you kidding me? The, the art, art, music, and fucking gym. The only class, the only physical education class in school now is that, physical education. They want to rip out the art classes. They want to take away music because the music is apparently offensive. Guess what? Let me tell you this. If music is so offensive, then why is Eminem still around? No offense to Eminem. He's the greatest rapper in in history i've got nothing against the guy but i'm asking you this if music is so offensive why is eminem around why is nas around why is why is half of these southern mexican cartels that are rapping on your radio station why are they allowed to do it why oh but it's so offensive but hold up if it's so offensive why are we subjecting them to this gee i don't know because we want to teach them something you know what? I'll tell you this right now. I have a four-year-old. My four-year-old is going to know 
the origin of where we started. My four-year-old is going to know how this country was brought up and just how corrupt this goddamn country really is. And go ahead, go ahead. I know what you all are probably thinking. Oh, well, that's a bad way to teach your kid. No, no, it's not. Because guess what? I'm a 90s kid and I was raised it. I was born in 92. I've lived through the early 2000s. And the biggest life that lesson or the biggest life lesson I've learned is, is that it's okay to fucking lose in this life. It's okay to lose. Yeah, you may not like it. You may get angry and frustrated and it may piss you the fuck off that you lost. But I'll tell you what, it's okay to lose. Because when you lose, there's always a winning outcome. There's always something on the other side that makes you win. But if you take away the losing factor and you're constantly winning, 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 then when life gets hard, when life gets hard, kids, fast forward 20 years from now. So Jackson will be, so Jackson will be 24, okay? Fast forward 20 years from now, Jackson will be 24, all right? 20, when he's 24, kids at that age are going to be so used to winning that they're going to commit suicide so fast and the suicide rate is going to get so high because they don't know because they don't know how to lose they don't understand what losing is they don't get it they just don't. prime example just happened a second ago i my son's sitting here screaming at me to get my attention and then i yelled back at the same volume that he did and apparently i'm wrong because Amer everybody in america has an opinion base Anyway, as I'm saying, kids, when they, the future of the children aren't going to know what it's like to lose. And when they do, when they, when they finally experience a loss, they're not going to know how to handle it. Because you have literally told them, it is okay, it is okay to, to win. But what is losing? What is losing? What? How do we know what losing is if we get a participation award? We don't. We don't know what losing is. And Will, Will, at work, if you're listening to this, yeah, I know it's probably a little dicey and probably a little wrenching on the, on the, on whatever you want to call it. But you know what? I've said this before in previous podcasts and I'll say it again. Anything goes on this and if you don't like it, click to the next podcast. I don't mind. I don't. I really don't. So if it offends you and what I say offends you, then guess what? Then you're adding to the society and you're causing more problems than you're doing any good. Instead of, instead of sitting here crying and whining and bitching and pissing and moaning about, about how we can, you know, us win, us, you know, constantly doing this wrong or or doing that wrong except the fact that we're going to do something wrong deal deal you guys got all butthurt and offensive when donald trump literally stood in front of kim jong-un and looked at him and said why don't you do it why don't you push that fucking button as a matter of fact i dare you i dare you and i have a friend sitting on the couch that can back that that donald trump said that, to push that button and look what happened look what happened kim jong-un backed away he ran away with his tail between his fucking legs because america had the balls to stand there and call him out on it because america had the balls to call him out and you guys got rid of donald trump dude we have a fucking we have a guy in the office right now that if a country came over here and wanted to press the button He'd be like, I don't know what the fuck to do. What do I do? I don't know what to do. And the next thing you know, we'd be invaded. You know what Donald Trump did? He did this. He said, go ahead, come at me. Push, push that button. Bring your forces over here to invade us. Because I'll open up every goddamn military base that I've ever shut down in this country. And I will put every American in the militia on the front lines and guess what ladies and gentlemen if you do the math in america we have more guns we have more guns as american gun owners than the u.s military and the government sees that the government knows 
They know we have more guns in America than the U.S. military. And the reason why they want to take our guns away is for that reason. Oh yeah, 20 years from now, our Second Amendment right will be a thing of the fucking past. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Uh, 110%. Guaranteed. The Second Amendment right's going to go out the window. Going to go out the window. You know why? Because nobody has the balls to stand up and look at them and tell these other countries, let's do it. Let's play. You want to dance this dance? Come on, motherfucker. I'll take you. I ain't afraid of you. See, now America is, is backed into a corner and, and we're getting ready, we're getting ready to, to, to get into that boxing ring and, and we just crest that boxing stance and we can see the open up oh, too late, too late, too late. We took too long to get to that opening and the enemy just knocked us the fuck out. That's what's going to happen. Now, do I say that we should put Donald Trump back in office? Not specifically Donald Trump. Not necessarily, maybe not him, because maybe he may not want to do it again. I don't know. But somebody with his personality, you're goddamn right we should throw him in the fucking office. You know what? Donald Trump is a businessman. And I, I fully support a business man running our country let me let me let me just reiterate what i said i fully support a business man running this country because america is a big business it's a gigantic business it's a big big business that you can capitalize money on and if you don't run a business efficiently you're gonna have all of these problems donald trump tells people who are offended to deal with it. Oh, we don't like what Donald Trump said on we don't like what Donald Trump said on Twitter. Guess what? He's only saying what the uh, uh, Americans are too afraid to say. He's only tweeting what America what Americans don't have the voice to stand up for themselves for. Donald Trump as a man, you have my 110% support. I see nothing wrong at all. Absolutely nothing wrong with what you are doing. By all means, come back to this office. Come back to the Oval Office. Fuck, for all I care, stay as long as you want. Stay till you die. But promise me this one thing. You will make America strong again. Because this, this soft bullshit, this ain't gonna fly. It's not. I'm telling you right now, we know we're so tied up. We are so tied up in figure in, in, in solving solving stupid shit like how we can get the highest memory on our goddamn fucking PlayStation 4. Then we're worried about fucking how 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 we're gonna feed our fucking our neighbor next to us. We're more goddamn worried about making sure that parents these days aren't fucking slapping their kids because, you know, respect is something that should be just completely fucking ignored. I'm telling you right now, when I walk into a class of fifth graders and I'm 29 years old and these fifth graders have this attitude right here, I'm a fifth grader and you can't tell me what the fuck to do. Uh, excuse me? Excuse me? Bro, I'm old enough to be your goddamn parent. Of course I can tell you what the fuck to do. No, I may not be your parent, and you're right. Because I'm not your parent, You can't. I can't tell you what to do. But guess what? I was put in this class to teach you this subject that they asked me to teach you. So goddammit, you're going to be a respectful fifth grader, and you're going to give me the goddamn respect that I deserve and listen to me. Not tell me I don't have to listen to you because I'm a fifth grader. Bro, if I said that to my parents, whoo, my ass get lit up. Lit the fuck up. You know what? I'm grateful that they whoop my ass. I really am. I'm grateful that my parents whoop my fucking ass because it opened my eyes. It made me see just how fucked up America really is. You know what? I'm probably going to be hated for this, but I don't care. Every parent in America should be allowed to slap the shit out of their fucking kids if they're being disrespectful. 
You know why? Because it's disrespect. Oh, but here we go. We've got the liberals and the conservatives saying, Oh, we're beating our kids. We're, we're abusing them. No, motherfucker. We're instilling fucking strength into them. We're making it so that they're not selfish. So please, tell me again what the problem is. I'll look at you and tell you it's you. I'm the problem. I'm just as much the problem as the next guy. But you know what? At least I can recognize it. At least I can stand here and look at society and be like, yeah, you're right. I am the problem. But what are you? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? You're what? You're the critical thinker who doesn't have the problem? Hmm. You live in the same country I do, right? Yep. Therefore, you're under the same rights I am. Right? Yep. So therefore, you are the problem too. Now, am I saying everything Everything should be changed? No, I'm not saying everything should be changed. But God damn it. Look at these motherfuckers that cry offense and tell them too fucking bad. Say la fucking V. Sarah, Sarah, deal with it on your own fucking time. We're America. You don't like it? Leave. Get the fuck out. You don't like me bullying you? Oh, too fucking bad. Leave. There's the fucking door. Don't come back to this country. Go over the fucking border. Do something. I don't give a fuck. Just get the fuck out of my face. Stop crying offense. Stop telling me that this is bullshit. Stop telling me that I need to stop making fun of this person for this reason or that. You know what? Kids are kids. People are people. We're going to make fun of you. Oh, well. If you have a problem with people making fun of other people, then guess what? You need to take and tell Jeff Foxworthy, Larry the Cable Guy, Jeff Dunham, Fluffy, who is also known as Gabriel Iglesias, Will Ferrell, Adam McKay, Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, and every other fucking comedian that's ever done anything comedic and made fun of America, we need to kick them the fuck out too, then, if it's so offensive. Fuck, I've, I've watched comedians on Netflix that have said some shit that I really didn't think that they should honestly air on Netflix because it would offend someone. But then I look back at it and I'm like, no, you know what? That comedian said it right. That comedian said it right. Oh, perfect example. You know who, who we don't hear much about because people don't like the way he, he thinks, but he's on Netflix, Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. He say, says the same thing I say, except he says it on Netflix. And guess what? Where is he now? Where is he now? He's struggling, struggling to make another comedic comedy central show or whatever comedy special because America doesn't want to hear it. Too fucking bad. I say Bo Burnham, Bo Burnham, if this, this podcast gets big, bro, I say come to my podcast. Let your, let your personality come out. Tell us exactly what the problem is. Please, I want to hear it. I appreciate everything you've done and everything that you've said. And the next American that comes and says something like Donald Trump has said or Bo Burnham has said, God damn it, I'm going to run up to them and I'm going to shake their fucking hand because there is too much of this bullshit of crying offense and people people's feelings being hurt and this, that, and the other thing. You know what? Too fucking bad. You don't like it? There's the, there's the fucking door to another country. See your fucking way out and don't let the door hit you on the way out either. Because I'll tell you what, it's your, you who is the problem, not me. Not me. I'm not the problem. Just kidding. I am the problem. But I mean, the way that I think is not the wrong way of thinking. No, it's not. It is the 110% correct way to think. Because of the simple fact of a ma the matter is, is that this cup, this cup that I'm drinking out of has more strength has more strength and more opportunities than the next American down the fucking road from me. What does this cup do other than hold the liquid for me to drink? Huh. Oh, wow. It sits on a shelf. It can 
store things. You flip it over, you got an opening that you put your mouth on, you can drink out of it. Oh, that's so, that's so cool. That's so cool. But that, that's cool, buddy. That cup is, that cup is tougher than anybody in America. That cup is the toughest thing you'll ever see in America. You know what? Dwayne Johnson said it best when he was wrestling. His catch line was this. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Because the rock is cooking your candy ass. And you know what? When we took that off of when we took that off of national television was when the world started plummeting. When we allowed when we allowed our professional entertainment per people to provide entertainment to us, but then we restrict what they can say. When we restrict what they can say on national TV, how is that giving them the freedom? Oh, by the way, to back up this point even more, there's a movie out there called Jarhead. Okay? Yeah, it's a war movie. It's based on Desert Storm. Okay? But there's one key power point that's made in there. When they, when people come over to interview the soldiers, the soldiers are told what to say. How is that American? How is that American that you are scripted in what to say? It's not. It's not. I'm not scripted in what I'm saying. I'm not looking behind a piece of paper and reading this off to you. No, I'm not. Because I give two fucks less what the next person beside me thinks about this whole situation. Quite honestly, if you want to know my opinion, good for fucking you. You have the right to your opinion. But guess what? Facts are facts and opinion is opinion. And factually, we are the weakest country. We are the weakest and softest country. Fuck, we're so soft, we make soft serve ice cream look hard. Ha ha, that's funny. Ha, that's the, that's the funniest shit I've said all day. Ha ha, did you pay attention? We are so soft in America that we make soft serve ice cream look strong. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is Fucking stupid. My grandparents said it best. My grandparents said it best when they brought me up. If you let everybody in America and what they say bother you, you might as well just live your life as a worrying person. Or you can take a stand against America and have a voice. Ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you to find your voice and tell you this and leave you with this thought right here. <clears throat> if we're so goddamn strong and so goddamn great, then an- answer me this. Then how come we are like the Joker to the Batman, except every time the Joker wins. Why is the world, why does the world have so much corruption and turmoil in it that we're too naive to see the good? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. You ready? Because no one cares. No one gives a fuck. They don't. They would rather cry about offense and be offended then then fix it I don't know I'm just saying this is what I've been doing with and this is my thoughts and like I said if you don't like it scroll to another podcast please by all means (laughs) Americans I'm sorry we're not the greatest country in the world And everybody that is listening to this podcast needs, needs to watch the HBO series, The Newsroom. And I can almost guarantee you when it gets to that one point, it will open up everyone in America's eyes. And if you don't say 
that that guy's right, then guess what? This is exactly the podcast for you. And that is exactly what I am talking about. You're the problem. If you cannot find it in your deck of cards, no matter how much you like the guy or don't like the guy, to sit there and say, hey, he's right, then you're the problem with America. And you need to leave. Move on. Leave. Go someplace else. Find your own private island. Make your own country. Govern your own way. Do it. I dare you. Because I guess, because guess what? I can almost guarantee you, you'll come crawling back. Because the way that you're going to do it, you'll find it's not going to work. Now, am I saying that what I'm saying is going to work? No. No, it's not. It's not going to work. But at the same time, why can't we try? Why can't we go back to the way it was? Why can't we be strong again? Oh, here's why. Because we don't like to lose. That's why. We don't like it. Guess what? I embrace losing. I lose every day. I lose every day. I'll tell you what. I either lose financially. I either lose physically. Because I don't get enough sleep. Because I work. Or I lose on time. Because, you know, I'm away from my family. My kid, Jackson, he gets mad at me when I have to go back to work because he wants to spend all the time in the world with me. Ain't that right, buddy? Yeah. He wants to spend all the time in the world with me. But because the American society requires me to put in more work than I can do, I have to stay away from my kids for longer. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a time when we could come in... And go to work and punch that time clock and not have to worry about, oh, gee, we have to do four days worth of work in a day. And if we don't get it done, we're here until we do get it done. No, no, we're not. We don't need to do that. We don't. Because then you're just going to cause problems like this. You're going to cause problems that lead to neglect You're going to cause problems that lead to disrespect. Stop working the American citizen to their breaking point. Stop working the American citizen in environments that don't make sense. Stop providing unsafe work environments for your laborers. Stop pushing them to the break of mental capacity that they can't handle. Walmart stocking on overnights is the easiest job you can do. Then why are you so stressed out doing it? I'll tell you why. You want to know why? Because the company standards say that you're supposed to do a case a minute. That means that in 45 minutes, you're supposed to have done 45 cases. Okay, now let me ask you this. So you're telling me that I need to do a case a minute, but then you throw me in cosmetics, which in case people don't know what cosmetics is, it's, oh, I don't know, lipstick and, you know, the small little tiny boxes that are supposed to be done in a case a minute. I'll tell you this. I've never met a Walmart manager that could do cosmetics a case a minute. I haven't. And if you can, congratulations. Please show me how. Because it's not done the way that you you think it is. There's no way. There's none. You're telling, you're telling me, okay, You're telling me this, that down in Bentonville, Arkansas, okay, you're telling me that down in Bentonville, Arkansas, their Walmart is running successfully with a crew of 25 people on overnights and a crew of 25 people during the day. And you're telling me that Every single one of your associates down in Bentonville, Arkansas, assuming, assuming that you have the same number of associates that Maine does. Okay, now I'm, I'm doing this again off of the assumption that you have the same number of employees that Maine does because Walmart states that most Walmarts are similar. 
Most Walmarts are similar. And the reason they do that is so that customers don't have to spend hours and hours looking for products and items in Walmart. That's why they design most Walmarts similar. So I'm telling you this, if, if Walmart is similar and you have 50 people in your entire store and that's 50, that's 25, again, that's 25 on overnights and that's 25 people during the day, okay? And you're expected to get a case done a minute, a case a minute, and then they throw you in a place that has, oh, I don't know, inch by inch, an inch long by an inch wide box for lipstick. And there's about a thousand of those boxes and they want you to do that in a minute. Ha! Huh. You're funny. You are fucking hilarious. I laugh at your face. Oh, and um, let's see here. We've got. 3,000 piece truck in dairy. It's backed up to the door. We've got two guys over there, but we want it done by seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, that's, that's, that's the realistic expectation. Now, let me ask you this. Can you do it? I can't, I can barely fucking do it. And that's two of us. That's two of us. You know what Walmart management would do when they fail? This is what they do. And this is what America does when they fail. They get more bodies to put it over it for a cover-up. I've seen it. I was a Cap 2 supervisor back in 2013 at Waterville Walmart. And when, we, when, when the co-managers or the assistant managers, back then they were called assistant managers, now they're called coaches, or co coaches or co-managers, and that's what I'm talking about is co-managers. So when the co-manager came in and she had to throw the truck, did she have five people on her line? No, she pulled every department manager from every department in the store. That's over 25 people on your line. She had the truck done in an hour and a half with 25 people. The next day I come in and I have 10 and she wants it done in an hour and a half. Let me tell you this, okay? You started your line with two throwers, 10 guys on the belt, five guys stacking pallets, and two people on either side of the belt handing, just all they're doing is handing boxes to the people to stack them. Meanwhile, the guys on the belt are going, okay, this goes there, that goes there, this goes here, that goes there, this goes here, that goes there. And they're paying attention to what's coming off the truck. And the guys on the belt that are watching this are also looking for broken items. Now, let me ask you this. Why would you give, why would you give your supervisor, your hourly supervisor, only 10 guys when you have the ability to call in everybody from every department? Oh, I, I know why. Let me tell you this. Because you want us to fail. Just like America. You want us to fail. But then when we fail... You get mad at us instead of saying, oh, it's all right that you failed. We'll get it tomorrow. No, you're like, oh, you failed. And what the fuck? I expected you not to fucking fail. You're not, you're not supposed to fucking blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they just shit on you even more. Instead of using this, hey, you didn't get the job done today? Oh, that's all right. Come back tomorrow. We'll get it done. We'll get more people don't worry about it. Why are you stressed out? Oh, because you, you, you're you expected to get this done in an hour and a half? That's fine. We'll get you more people. We'll get it done. Is that how that works? No. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. You just keep throwing bodies onto something and band-aiding it up without an actual plan. And you're fucked. You're fucked. You are just fucked. Like I said, America, I wash my hands. I'm done. I've said what I need to say. I've made my peace. And that is the end. I do not want to hear any more of people saying this offends me. Because guess what? I'm sorry. I don't care if it offends you. It's in the dictionary. I'm an American citizen. And it. If it's in the dictionary, I'm going to say it. And it should be allowed to be said. 
So guess what? If you don't want me to say any of this stuff, then take your dictionary and make it so that we don't say any words at all. Because quite honestly, I'm going to keep saying what I'm going to say. Fuck America. Yeah, fuck the red, white, and blue. Fuck them. Fuck them all. And fuck all y'all that hate me for saying it. And that's that. That's a wrap on this side of Aurora Arrows podcast. We'll be back for the next one. Which, by the way, guys, like I said in the last podcast, we're going to do a uh, one podcast about people missing in national parks in America. And we, we're going to do that one. But I, I've got to get some more, like, as there's a lot of numbers number based in that and that one and i want to make sure that i have like the actual accurate number of data analysis on that because i don't want to mess anything up as far as that goes and i'll do more research but the research that i'm finding is is that there's a lot of of cold cases in national parks and I'm going to leave you with this thought here. What if your perception of something is only what you can see? I'll leave you with that open-ended question. And if you want to know what I mean by that, join me for the next podcast when we go over how many people are missing in national parks in America. It's quite interesting, to be honest with you. It is. It is quite interesting. It's conspiracy a little bit. Okay, mostly a lot of bit. But some of it could actually be a legitimate a legitimate thing. Now, that being said, have a good day.